Hi there. Welcome. My name is Stacy, and this podcast is about finding light in the darkness, figuring out how to continually search for that light at the end of the tunnel, eternal optimism, one might say. Imagine that you're on an airplane and you're flying along and everything is going smoothly and out of nowhere you hit a pocket of turbulence. And this turbulence is the worst turbulence you could possibly imagine. You're terrified and you're frightened and in that moment you feel like the absolute worst possible things are to come. Like you just might not make it out. And then before you know it, the turbulence has ended. It's over. And you cannot for the life of you remember how you felt in that very moment, being so terrified, thinking that it was the end, that nothing could possibly get any worse than where you were in that moment. That's the truth behind turbulence. Everything is temporary. And eventually, those rough times come to an end. This podcast is going to be about triumph over tragedy. We share stories of wonderful people that have made it through incredible challenges. Because all of us, really, are just a little bit braver than we thought we were. You're a little bit stronger than you ever knew. And you are much more fierce than you could ever imagine. Welcome to the truth behind turbulence. Welcome back. It is Stacy, and I just wanted to say thank you to those of you that listened to my intro to my podcast this past week. It was nerve-wracking, and I was skeptical, but the feedback has been overwhelming, and I am super excited just to catch up and keep on with it and inspire people and relight candles in those people that are listening. So if you have the opportunity, please, please favorite this podcast and share it. Share it with those people that you love. Share it with those people that you know need it. And we are going to be talking to one of my girlfriends, Brandy, who has overcome tremendous obstacles in her lifetime. She is one of the most inspiring people that I have ever met, which is going to be magnificent and fantastic and amazing, all rolled into one. So it is my pleasure to introduce you guys to my girlfriend, Brandy. What if I told you that everything you knew was a lie? My life has been bananas. It's been pretty topsy-turvy. There are crazy things that have happened to me in this lifetime that I couldn't possibly make up because truly, they're stranger than fiction. But it's my life and it's the only life that I know. So I'm going to give you some teasers on this first episode, just a little bit to get to know who I am and where I come from and how I was raised and what makes me up. I've shared this a little bit, but... I'm 41 years old. I live in Tucson, Arizona. I have three incredibly amazing sons, all five years apart. 
I was raised in a teeny tiny town in Wisconsin with a brother, Andrew Scott, that was 15 months younger than me. My mom struggled a lot in a lot of different ways. Obviously, being a single mom, we struggled financially. There were several years of my life that we had (laughs) completely unreliable transportation. We had a scamp way back in the day when I was young in early grade school that was completely unreliable. And the passenger side front door didn't stay closed properly. And it was back in the day when seatbelts weren't even a thing. And my brother and I would fight over shotgun, who got to ride up front next to mom. I'm not sure why either one of us wanted to ride up front because the door didn't stay closed. So if you leaned on the door, the door opened. And I very clearly remember on my seventh birthday, driving down the road, 15th Avenue, very close to my home, (laughs) driving down that road, leaning on the door, and my mom telling me, don't lean on that door, don't lean on that door. And before I knew it, boom, there I went. I rolled right out of the car on my seventh birthday, road rash, head to toe. And you see, people parented a little bit differently back then, but my mom came back and grabbed me and made sure that I was okay, and then reminded me very graciously that she warned me not to lean on the door. Another vehicle that we had was our Pinto. And if you can picture this, we had a Ford Pinto. It was powder blue, completely epic. Hatchback, super amazing car. And something happened with the car and the transmission wasn't working properly. So we didn't have reverse on our car for several years. Anytime that we went to a grocery store, my mom would have to find a parking spot where she could pull all the way through. So she never had to go in reverse. Anytime we went to little league baseball games, because that was our life growing up. We lived at the South Milwaukee little league park. My mom would have to find parking super far away so that she could just pull out and she wouldn't have to deal with any sort of parking situation, parallel parking situation, somewhere where she could just make a fast getaway going in her forward gear. Kind of crazy when I think about it. Absolutely mind-blowing when I realize how blessed I am that I don't have those struggles in my life as a parent. And just how brave she was to make it through those times. So the reason why I brought up the fact that what if I told you everything you knew was a lie? When I was a very young child, we adopted a black lab that my mom somehow somewhere fell in love with and we named her Shadow. We had never been a dog family We had never had a dog. I wasn't super comfortable around dogs because it was not something that I had experience with. But somehow this dog fell into my mom's lap. And she named the dog Shadow. The dog was absolutely cute. I don't have tons of memories, 
of playing with the dog. But what I do have memories of is the fact that the dog was absolutely unruly. And I don't think my mom had one iota of knowledge how to handle a puppy. (laughs) So this dog gave us a run for our money. The dog chewed things. The dog peed in the house. The dog refused to be housebroken. I'm sure it was probably a very simple consistency thing that could have been fixed. But at some point, it got to a place where the dog was driving my mom bonkers. And I remember coming home from school one day and my mom sitting my brother and I down and letting us know that Shadow actually went to live on a farm that day, that a couple had come looking for a dog that would be happy living on a farm with tons of space to run and play And I remember feeling sadness that Shadow was gone, but being incredibly happy that rather than having this teeny tiny one sixth of an acre property, the dog was going to be able to run all day on a farm and just be free. It wasn't until my mid thirties, once I met my current husband, we were sitting down one night talking just bringing up past experiences and shooting the breeze. And I shared my story about Shadow. You see, in my adult life, I have always had dogs. I don't know life without dogs. We have had Australian Shepherds and Jack Russells and Mutts and Rottweilers. It's been an amazing life with dogs. And that's all I know. But we were chit-chatting about Shadow, my dog growing up. And I shared with my husband the story And that my mom shared with us that Shadow went to live on a farm. And my husband looked at me with a completely mesmerized face. And he said, babe, you understand that Shadow definitely didn't go to live on a farm, right? And I was mind blown. In that very moment, everything that I knew wasn't real. The thought had never crossed my mind that my mom wasn't being honest, that she was trying to spare our feelings and not hurt our hearts. I had absolutely no clue whatsoever that, quote, going to live on a farm, quote, just meant that the dog was not going to be in our home anymore. Perception is reality. Isn't that a crazy thing? I know that I have promised y'all that you are going to hear from someone incredible today. My girlfriend Brandy is here with us on this podcast as our very first ever guest speaker. I cannot tell you how excited I am and how honored and privileged I feel that Brandy is with us and she is going to share about some of her struggles and some of the challenges and some of the hurdles that she has gotten through over the course of the past several years of her life. Brandy is hands down one of the most inspiring, sunshiny humans that I've ever met. Brandy, if you could just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody just a little bit about your background and your story and everything that you feel comfortable sharing about today. That would be absolutely amazing. And I'm going to just sit back and listen and be humbled and honored to be your friend. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Brandy. I am 38 years old and I live in Central California. And 
I wanted to talk about in the spirit of overcoming difficult circumstances that we've been through in life. I wanted to share a difficult circumstance of my own um, where I was in a really bad car accident back in 2013. Um, just completely turned my life upside down in a matter of an instant. Um, I was in the ICU for quite some time after the accident happened. I had fractured vertebrae. Um, I had a fractured left eye socket. Um, the damage to my eye was so incredibly great that I lost the vision in my left eye. Um, I also had bleeding in my brain, which left me with um, long-term cognitive damage, where I have problems remembering um, short-term and, and long-term memory. You know, that, that kind of stuff's been affected. And it, it was just literally like in the blink of an eye, you know, you, I'm just driving, minding my own business. Um, literally swerved in the road to avoid hitting something, hit the center divider full speed on the freeway. And life has been completely different ever since that happened. Brandy, um, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that part of your story because I've never asked for those details. So holy cow. I, I can't even, just so you guys know, Brandy is truly, I'm not sure that she knows it yet, but she is truly one of the most inspiring people that I've ever met in my life, accident aside. Her heart is huge and she has a fierce warrior vibe about her, but that morning, Brandy, like remembering back, was there anything different about it or you were just smooth sailing through your day? It was just another day. It was just another day. I was working two jobs at that time. So I was actually en route from job one to job two. And the next thing I know, I, I, I wake up in the hospital in a room full of strangers. Um, my clothes have been cut off me. There are wires and machines everywhere. And I had no recollection of, of what happened, what was going on. I didn't even know the extent of my injuries uh, because they gave me, you know, some pretty strong pain medication. I didn't even know the extent of my injuries until a doctor came in to uh, change the dressing and take a look at my eye. Holy bananas. Wow. Wow. That is... I just have no words because it's not something that I have personally been through. And just to give you guys a little bit of background, Brandy and I had met working with a different company previously and just become friends. And over time I've gotten to know her and she's gotten to know me. And I think <laughs> I can freely say <laughs> that we've built up trust a little bit and you've opened up a little bit to me and I've watched you on this crazy, tremendous spiritual growth and just, just, go so far out of your comfort zone and grow so much over the course of the past probably six months. Um, that is wholeheartedly why I thought every single person really truly does need to hear your story because your story does not end waking up in hospital. No, no, absolutely not. That was just the, the very beginning. You know, it was, it was such a struggle because every, every little bit of my identity because of this accident had stripped, had been stripped away. You know, I went from being completely healthy, able-bodied to having restrictions. You know, I only have vision in one of my eyes. 
um, you know, the fractures in my back, I had to wear a, a back brace for almost two months. Um, I also had a fractured left knee. So I just in a matter of seconds, it seemed like I went from being completely able-bodied to hardly being able to move. And with the, the extent of the damage to my eye, um, my parents also changed, you know, my with the eye socket fracture, my left eye is sunken in and I now have, I ended up having to get a prosthetic eye because of the extent of the damage. So that was a facial, facial injuries I feel are, are especially difficult because it's not like a, it's not something that can be concealed. When you see someone, that's how you recognize them by their face. That's the first thing that you see. And it was just something that couldn't be concealed. It's just there out in the open. And it was an incredible struggle for me to wrap my mind around that. It's still to this day, five years later, it's still a process um, coming to terms with the loss of vision and how my appearance has changed. It's still very much a struggle. Some, some days I have great days and, and other days I, I still mourn the loss of the person that I was before this accident. Sure. But I, I've definitely come leaps and bounds because I tell you, I think for probably three years after the accident happened, I stopped posting on social media. I also gained weight. I gained an extreme amount of weight, almost 130 pounds, because I couldn't move very much after the accident for several months. And um, I, I sank into a, a, a really deep depression. I, I hit rock bottom after my accident to the point where I had a plan in place where I wanted to take my own life. And by the grace of God, my mother, who I was staying with after my accident because of the long recovery I had ahead of me, she ended up being my saving grace because I just couldn't imagine doing something like that and having her to be the one to find my body. So she is the only reason that I'm still here today. All right. So, Brandy, I didn't know all of that part of the story. You had me tearing up there for a minute because obviously no one wants to hear their friend share a story like that and clearly so very grateful for your mom I know that I didn't have the opportunity to get to know her um, but very very grateful that she was there and she was there for you during those difficult times and difficult moments and things like that so um, I'm very glad that you're here and I'm very glad that you've been able to build your way back and find light through the darkness and things like that do you have uh, any sort of suggestions or anything that you can share with anybody out there listening today that is struggling right now or going through a tough time uh, about how, how you did come out on the other side and how you did find the light and that you're still working on it? Well, first I'd like to say that there is absolutely no shame whatsoever in struggling or going through a difficult time. I think there's such a negative stigma in our society with struggling and, you know, just mental health issues in general that people are very hesitant to speak up when they're, they're going through things. And I, you have to, you have to speak up. You have to be willing to acknowledge the fact that you are struggling and I think you have to be willing because for me 
I had to start seeing a therapist. Um, I had I, no I in that whatsoever. I am a huge supporter of therapy. Huge. No, oh, it was it, it it was totally game changing for me because I I was struggling with so many different emotions and and feelings and I, I was just lost. I was just completely lost. You know, I, I had no idea who I was anymore, and I didn't know how to deal with all of these emotions. And on top of that, you know, the following year after my car accident, my mother passed away unexpectedly, and so I I just got to a point where. I said, I honestly would rather die than to keep continuing on like this because this is not life. This is not living. Like this, this can't be what my life is going to amount to. You, you have to speak up. You have to be willing. You have to be open to seeking help if you you get to that point where you need some help, and you have to want more for yourself. Don't don't settle for the struggle and don't don't stay silent. Don't be afraid to speak up. It, you'd be surprised how many people out there are struggling or can relate to what things you might be going through or things you have been through. That I think that was something I still am surprised by to this day. How many people out there can relate to some of the things that I've been through? I never really expected that, as I felt so alone for so long, and keeping silent and not saying anything and isolating myself. It, it was just—it it still blows my mind how many people can relate to this type of struggle. It is. It's. It is absolutely insane to know how many people hold these. Things. They're afraid to talk about that. They're afraid to admit that they need a little bit of help. And I know one thing for my boys in my family and anybody that means anything to me, one thing I repeatedly tell people is that we've all got something. We've all got something. We're all wrestling with something, struggling with something, pushing something down. We've all got something about our personality, you know, that isn't our favorite thing. And every single one of us has a chapter that we don't love to read out loud, no matter who we are. So you are dead spot on when you say, for you, yes, therapy was the start of definitely getting yourself to a better place. But my goodness, I mean, how many other incredible things have you overcome in that amount of time? You're, you're back to working. You're back to school. You're back to driving a car. You had to physically get back in the car again. I mean, how did all of those things impact you going forward? Well, um, I had been fiercely independent, you know, before my car accident happened and something I struggled with because I was afraid to drive for a while after it happened. Um, something I struggled with was having to have my mother take me to and from and, and not being able to function independently. And so probably I want to say maybe six or seven months after the accident happened, um, you know, we, we kind of took baby steps, but I got back behind the wheel and I'm not going to lie. It was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying, especially getting back on the freeway. But I have to compare it to riding a bike, even though it was a little bit different with the, the change in my vision. Um, it, it came back to me very quickly. 
and it did take a little time, but I, I did get comfortable, you know, being behind the wheel again. And I still, sometimes on the freeway, I still get a little anxious, you know, if, if traffic is really heavy or if I see someone that's not being very smart about how they're driving, you know, but um, I, I've, I've made leaps and bounds where most times I, I don't even think about it. Um, I had to do something about my weight and, you know, found the, the motivation because it got to the point where for the first time in my life, I had high blood pressure and I was pre-diabetic, which actually was a huge wake up call because I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my life after this accident. And, you know, it, it took me some time, but you have to start somewhere. And once you start, it literally it's like one foot in front of the other, just one day at a time, one more day, one more day. Next thing I know, a month it passed, then two months it passed, then six months it passed and I was seeing results. And pretty soon, I wanna say within nine months, cause I gained almost 130 pounds. Within nine months, I had lost all the weight that I gained. Wow. That's incredible. 130 pounds is insane. Y'all, if you could see Brandy as she's making this, not that size matters in any way, shape, or form because it doesn't change your heart, but she's a teeny tiny little cookie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not super short or anything, but that's a tremendous transformation. And that wasn't all physical by any stretch of the imagination. I'm sure that you, you it, it was all part mental transformation and physical transformation and spiritual transformation all while you were going through the process of losing the weight. Oh, absolutely. Because one thing I, I assume that um, by losing the weight that I would, everything would just magically come into place and I would instantly regain all my confidence and everything would be back how it was before. But when you go through a period of time like that, where you have such negative self-defeating thoughts about yourself, you have to work that, that just doesn't change overnight. Even with the, the exterior changing, you still have to work on the interior as well. And that's where therapy played a huge part, huge part in that. I had to learn how to think again. I had to learn how to incorporate positive thoughts and positive thinking back into daily habits to where it became a habit. And, I, and let me tell you, I'm still very much a work in process. Like I have times and days where, you know, especially with the change um, in appearance with my eye, I, I still have times I struggle with it, but I've come so far with that going from not even posting a picture of myself social media not taking pictures getting at family events where for pictures when someone would ask oh you're not the picture i get angry and i would snap because i didn't want to why would i want to be in the picture I'm, I'm comfortable with with how i look you know i went from being angry and avoiding mirrors and cameras to taking selfies and <laughs> doing live videos on Facebook. And I, I'm not, I'm not hiding anymore. You're not hiding anymore. And I think that that is the most glorious thing about knowing you is because I've been able to sit and watch this past year, just from caterpillar to butterfly. It's just been so impacting on my life. So impacting to watch it happen and for you to come out of your shell and 
you're so right. I mean, it has so much more to do with than just the weight, just the physical appearance. There's so much more of a transformation that needs to happen in that self-love and that self-acceptance and allowing yourself to open up and, you know, get place where your mind is healthy and you've got that confidence growing again and building again and going in the right direction. Uh, let me ask you this. What about as far as, aside from your therapy itself, personal development? I know that that's a topic that you and I are very serious about. How has that come into play for you? Huge, huge, because that's one for one, starting out your day every day, incorporating some type of, uh, whether it's a book or you know, a podcast, YouTube video, something that has positivity in it that's going to essentially set the mood for your day, it, it makes all the difference in the world. It, it truly does. And I was kind of skeptical at first when I, I heard about, you know, doing personal development on a daily basis. I was like, yeah, that's there's no way that's going to make that much of a difference. But it really does. It yes. really does. It's amazing, too. This morning... And actually, I haven't shared this with anybody. This morning, I was going through some gift bags that I've gotten from some uh, little getaways that I've taken recently. And one of the little gift bags had a mirror in it. It was a gift that we were given. And it had a little compact mirror in it. And that gift was given to us, those that are, you know, on a journey of becoming the very best versions of ourselves. And that mirror was given to us so that we could look in that mirror and tell ourselves that we are worthy, that we are enough, that we are capable, that we are beautiful, that we are intelligent. And just to think about how impacting that is, although I'm clearly not a mirror um, for you, but to just look at you and look how brave you've become and look at your confidence growing every single day. And the fact that, I, I mean, part of your job involves leading and teaching and mentoring and inspiring. And I'm just watching you do it, Brandy, when I met you, y'all listening, Listen to me when I say this. When I met Brandy, she took pictures very, very purposely covering one side of her face mm -hmm. or with intentional camera angles or something over that side of her face. And she is in all of her glory able to still maybe not comfortably every single moment, but share her beauty, beautiful face with the entire world now. And people love it, Brandy. Am I right? They love it. I always get the most positive feedback when, you know, I, I just share myself as I am and declare this is who I am. And, you know, I, I've, I've gone through so much to become this person, you know, who's still becoming, but in, in, who I am in this moment right now, I've earned that. And I should, that's something I should be proud of flaws, scars, you know, wonky eye and all. I yeah. earned this right. You're so silly, but you're right. And, you know, here's an impacting thing that as we kind of wind down on this, the, I really want you to think about this when I say this to you. I don't know Brandy any other way. This is the only version of Brandy that I know. This beautiful sunshine in my life, this version of you after your accident is the only one that I've ever known. And she's perfect in every single way. You have inspired the daylights out of me for the past year. You've been there for me through some of my hardest times, my most trying times to be the person there, you know, hugging me through the telephone, giving me advice. And 
to watch you on this path to discovering just how incredible you are has been one of the most amazing things for me. It, it still leaves me in awe because when I first, I think, started this journey, I was just trying to find myself again. And, you know, right after my car accident happened, um, someone, it was actually a nurse in the hospital, you know, trying to help cheer me up. I remember she said, someday you will be able to turn your situation around what's happened to you and turn it around to a positive where you can help inspire other people. And I got angry. It was really soon. I mean, I was still in the hospital. So I, 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 I was still trying to wrap my, my mind around everything that had happened. And I said, I'm sure not inspired by any of this. So, you know, how could I possibly inspire anyone else? You know, I, I got angry at the mere thought of that because it just felt cruel at that time. But now, in the way that I've grown and being open and honest and living my truth and sharing my experiences, that's one of my biggest hopes is to be able to share the things that I've gone through because I remember how alone I felt, how isolated I felt, how I felt like no one else on this planet understood what I was going through and how amazing it felt to be understood. So I, I, I want to share my experiences, not only to maybe give that to someone else out there that might feel alone and, and might be struggling, but maybe, maybe to even inspire them to do something to change their, their circumstances. I love that. And look at you, you're here and you're doing the thing. And you're inspiring and there's going to be dozens and dozens of people that listen back to this that are feeling in the very same situation and they will take this very moment of listening to your story and realize that if you were brave enough to make that change and consider yourself worth it maybe they will be brave enough as well I promise you, you know, it's it, at times it may not always be easy. Like I said, I'm, I'm still very much a work in process and, and I still have my days where I struggle, but struggles and all, it has been so worth it. And, you know, I'm excited about the future and I'm excited about the person that I'm becoming, you know, when I, to go from not even being able to picture a future because you've lost all hope to getting fired up and, and making plans and, just looking to the future with such hope and excitement, it, it just means everything to me because once you lose that, it, I, I can't tell you how just, how, how lost and, and how dark of a place that is. So to, to find that light again in that darkness, it, it's, it's just life-changing. It is. And it, again, like I said, impacting. I am fortunate to know you. I'm a better person for knowing you. I have no clue why it took 40 years to find one of my very best friends, but I found you <laughs> and I'm not letting you go. And I appreciate every ounce of your spirit and every single thing that you do. You give with all of your heart. You are loyal, more loyal than probably 95% of the population on the planet earth. And boy, do you know how to tell other people to get back up? Do you know how to teach other people that, you know, a bad day doesn't make a bad week or a bad month or a bad year. And now to watch you taking your own advice has just been quite the experience. 
Oh, it, it, it truly has. It's just been amazing, you know? So much has happened and there's still so much in store. So I'm, I'm just really excited and looking forward to see what the future has in store for me on this journey. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to share your story. I have a sneaking suspicion that this might become a semi-regular thing because I think that we could really do big things together. Um, and Oh my God, that would be amazing. It, it really would. I think just sharing funny experiences and life and laughing about things and all that type of thing. And clearly you have a gift for communication. So I appreciate you. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to be really, really excited to share this with everybody. So I appreciate you and I love you and thank you. Absolutely. I love you too. I'm so thankful and grateful for this opportunity. So no, thank you. Thank you. So I hope that you all truly enjoyed Brandy's bravery in sharing her story and letting us know how every single day she puts one foot in front of the other, finding her triumph over tragedy. I love the fact that she was willing and able to share with us that for her, turbulence was also temporary and that every single day gets better bit by bit. One of the most remarkable things about my life is that I allow myself to be inspired by those people around me. I take from their stories and I learn from their adventures and I allow myself to grow because of it. I hope you feel the same. As we've come to the end of this episode, I wanted to thank you for allowing me to share my heart and my stories with you. Remember that turbulence is only temporary. Do more tomorrow than you did today. If you would like more information on how to share your story on this podcast with me, please feel free to find me on Facebook at Stacy Weisenberger. Go be amazing. So before I forget, I wanted to bring this to the table. I have a friend right here on Facebook, Amber Gottwald, and she has a girlfriend, Tara Tate, who is back in my hometown in Wisconsin. She has recently been diagnosed and is actively and currently battling breast cancer. Amber and one of her girlfriends went in on some amazing bracelets and they are donating all of the funds from the bracelets purchased to Tara so that she has the ability to have a little bit of financial help with her fight. So if any of you are interested in purchasing a bracelet for $5, you have the ability to reach out and message me. You can message me at Stacy at AOL.com, D-E-R-E-K-A-N-D-S-T-A-C-E-E at AOL.com. You can PayPal me at the same email address and I will make sure that I get it over to Amber so she can get it over to Tara. You can reach out to me on Facebook and I can give you the direct information for Amber and we will just work together to make this girl's fight just a little bit easier. Every single one of us has been touched with cancer. Every single one of us has had somebody that we have lost to this awful, terrible, horrendous disease. And my job here on earth is to make somebody's fight just a little bit easier. 